Hello, my loves, and welcome back to the Raise Your Vibration podcast. I am so excited to be here with you today. My name is Shelby Rose, and I am an energetic and business guide helping you align, activate, and expand your energy to create the life and business you're wildly obsessed with. I believe that every single one of us has a path that lights us up, makes us excited to get up every single day, and brings massive service and impact to the world. In this podcast, we'll tune into our soul's true desires, take ownership for every single thing in our lives, and shift our vibration to embody the queen we came here to be. You deserve this. You get to have it. Let's go create it. Oh, guys, I am so excited about this episode. Sarah Lewis and I connected through a coaching community of women and fellow coaches, and I was really drawn to her because so many of you reach out and ask me, how do I get in touch with my intuition? How do I know what my truth is? How do I step into my authenticity? And Sarah articulates this in such a beautiful way. And I believe it's because she has such a relatable journey that many of you may be experiencing right now as you figure out what the heck is your next steps, as you step into your purpose, as you step into your truth. So I'm excited for you to listen to this episode because it was a really, really wonderful reminder for me to step in and drop in to listen to that intuition. So... Without further ado, I don't have any announcements this week, guys, only that if you love this episode, give Sarah a shout out because I think she's incredible and more people need to get connected with her. So pop this on your story. If it, if it resonates, tag me, tag Sarah, and let us know what part of the episode you love the most. Thanks for tuning in, guys, but uh, let's dive in. Sage is looking at my arm right now. Aren't you, baby girl? Well, welcome, Sarah. I am so excited to have you here and hear your story, your journey. I've been following you on social media, and it's been so fun to see you and what you're doing, but to get to know you a little bit better and also hear some of your wisdom on intuition. So if you wouldn't mind, before we... Um, dive into all the the goodness. Tell the listeners a little bit about you, your story, who you are, where you're from, all of that good stuff. Sure. Well, first of all, thank you so much for having me. And it's been so wonderful to connect with you on social media. I just love how it brings people together and just following your journey. It's just wonderful. So thank you so much for having me. And Wow. So where do I start? Um, So I'm from Switzerland originally. Um, I'm actually half Swiss, half American technically, but I grew up most of my life in Switzerland. Um, I moved a lot when I was growing up. So I was born in the US and um, we moved a lot there, then moved to Switzerland. And I just, I think I I moved about 13 times before I was 12 or something like that. So it was, (laughs) yeah, it was pretty hard to actually find roots somewhere and um, like the good part of that is that I can 
pretty much feel at home anywhere. So that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, but then, you know, when I was growing up, I didn't have, I didn't feel like I had roots anywhere. So that that's the downside. But yeah, so I'm from Switzerland. Now, right now I'm living in Dubai. So it's been just a few months. And um, what else? Yeah, I studied, initially I studied law. So I didn't even know that I was going to start working as a life coach and working with intuition and all that. So that kind of that I was always interested in spirituality and stuff like that. So, but I didn't actually know it was a possibility to, to do this kind of work. Um, and I had this very, I guess, traditional upbringing, upbringing. And, um, I, my whole life, I thought that I had to have a regular job Mm -hmm. and that's exactly why I studied law because, um, I wanted to do something more creative, to be honest, but I think I just was afraid or I probably didn't have the money to pay the schools because it was, in Switzerland, schools are like university, public university is very cheap. So it's almost free. And other schools that are more maybe creative or private schools might be more expensive or you might have to go study somewhere else. So I studied law for five years and it was a very long time to do something that I kind of knew deep down that I, that wasn't for me. It wasn't my path. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of how I went into connecting to my intuition more because in that, at that stage, I had that little voice inside of me, but I wasn't listening to it. And so it led me to study for five years, something that, yes, it was interesting in some ways, but it was not making me happy. It was always this kind of torture inside because on on one hand, I wanted to have this, what I thought I wanted, which was have a good job and have a regular life and, and a good income and all that. And on the other hand, I was like, but it's actually not making me happy. I'm sure there's another way, another way of living. And um, so after five years, I would have had to do two more years and, and actually, um, do a law school, which is, it's a different system than in the U S but I would have had to do an internship or traineeship and, and study for six months, which was like crazy, crazy schedule. And it would have been very, very tough. And I have friends who did that and it was very hard on them uh, and on their health sometimes too. So I was like, no, I can't do that. I know I don't want to continue on this path. So maybe I did five years, but it doesn't mean that I have to continue if it doesn't feel right, just because I'm afraid of what people will think or say or, or that people will judge me. And also I was really I didn't want to disappoint my my family, right? And I think a lot of people can relate to this. So at that point, I took the difficult decision and it took a lot of courage for me to say, okay, I'm, I'm not going to pursue. So I did all this and people were like, well, you did all this. You have to continue, right? There's no other way. What are you going to do? And I was like, yeah, but no, I need some time. I, I can't do this anymore. So that was such a relief when I finally listened to that little voice inside of me that had been getting so much stronger and I couldn't ignore it anymore. I was trying to, I was really trying to silence it because it would have been so much easier to follow that path on in a way. Um, But I didn't, and I'm glad I didn't. I'm glad I actually went with what my heart really wanted. And obviously it wasn't easy 
but uh, it was, it's, it's a whole process and sometimes it still is. But um, yeah, I decided not to do that. And I just went traveling for a bit. And uh, after that, I kind of ran out of money from my, it was my, I traveled with the savings that I had from working part-time while I was studying. So after, after that, I didn't have much left and I was like, okay, so what do I do now? I, I had so many ideas. I wanted to do so many things. I was interested in fashion and at that time it was mostly, mostly fashion and especially um, like uh, ethical fashion. So I wanted to do something like that. I started a blog with my sister. I had had another blog before because I always wanted to kind of do something else, right? And it was my creative outlet. Um, but I wasn't very sure and it wasn't clear. So I had, when I went back to Switzerland, to Geneva, I had to find a job. And that was my first real experience in the corporate world. Um, and it was it was pretty much a job that I, I thought was aligned with my values because it was in philanthropy. So it was about kind of helping uh, people who were either artists and um, or that were that had projects and, you know, they were entrepreneurs and they were doing things with um like so many different things. Some were in science, some were in environment or, or health and stuff. So it was really inspiring to see that. But then my day-to-day -day job wasn't really that way. It was um, just kind of, you know, an office job. The people were great. So that made it much more fun. But still, I was like, I don't think this is the life I want. At some point, I almost settled because, you know, when you get a good income and, and it's pretty easy you just do the same thing every day you just go get up go to work and then you do you do your your work and then you go back and and I was pretty much tired every night and I didn't have much energy to do anything but it was it was easy in the way that I just had my my income every month and I didn't have to think much but my soul wasn't happy and again I was like oh what do I do now um I thought that that might help me for a bit, but I'm like, no, I can't do this for much longer. I did it for a year, but um, in the early stages of that, I, I kind of had this mini breakdown, I think, looking back, because I was like, no, I, I can't do this. And I was so sad at some point because I knew I wanted to do something else. I just didn't know what. Mm -hmm. And I um, reached out to a life coach and healer. Um, and I was like, okay, I think I need this. And we started working together almost right away because I was, I was, I was afraid because it was something kind of that I didn't know much about. And it was, I had to make an investment. So I had to invest in myself, but I was like, yes, I think this, I, it feels right. I need to do this. And I was just kind of called drawn to her in such a natural way. And she had an open spot, which wasn't always the case. And so we just started working together mm. and that it just started making more sense and things started come coming together. And I found a lot of clarity and the, the funny part, which it's not really funny. It's just always like, uh, not a coincidence, right? It's always perfectly it always comes perfectly together is that a few days after I decided to work with her I got an email 
from, I don't know what exactly, but it was saying that IIN, so the Institute for Integrative Nutrition, mm -hmm. was opening up for enrollment. And I had known of that school for a while, and I had actually tried to make my sister study there because we were both really interested in health and wellness, but for our own lives. And I was like, oh, this is cool. But I just, for some reason, I was like, oh, my, I was telling my sister, you should do this. And then when I saw that, I was like, no, actually, maybe I should do this. And mm. it, was, it was like, oh, this was my kind of aha moment. I was like, oh, I think I actually want to help people and, and help them with that, maybe these transition phases where they're kind of lost in their lives and they don't know what what they want like I had been going through and I was starting to figure out and so I was like okay so I have to do this and um, I did <laughs> so what was perfect is that I, I had the job that could pay for that and if I didn't have the job I probably wouldn't have been able to so it kind of all came perfectly together and here I am now um, I'm not really focusing on health and wellness in like just in the terms of food so much, uh, mm -hmm. although it's something that I'm very passionate about for myself. But to me, it's even deeper that you have to do the work um, first. And um, that's why I started to focus more on life coaching and intuition and reconnecting to your truth and to what your soul really wants. And so, yeah, that's what I'm doing now. It was kind of long. Sorry about that. <laughs> no, that was like, I related to every piece of that. And I know so many of the listeners will relate to it as well, because how many, I think if you're meant to be doing something, right? Like you have this knowing deep down but there's so much, so many layers on top of it that sometimes we don't yeah. recognize it, right? So it's like, that's so relatable because I, I, like your experience aligns exactly with what I went through of like getting the job and being like, I should be perfectly happy, but I'm not. Yeah. Like there's something <laughs> missing. And I think people who are meant to do something bigger just have that knowing like somewhere deep down that it's not what they're meant to be doing. But we get afraid and we get stuck in our own heads and we we're afraid of what our families will think and mm -hmm. how it's all going to work out and, and all of those details in between. Right. Oh. Mm. Yes, absolutely. And sometimes also we, we let that stop us because we mm. need to do the work on ourselves still and always, and not that we're broken in anything. I don't believe that, but more like we need to always continue connecting to our truth and becoming more and more, whole, not in the way that we weren't, but that we were like taking away the layers, like you were yes. saying, I think that's perfect. And it's like deprogramming the things that are not, that are not serving us and that never really served us, um, except for like just keeping us kind of small and protected, but um, not for our growth. And I think more and more people are experiencing this, but yeah, not letting, it, it's so easy to want to just sometimes think that because we need to do the work still, we can't help people, but we actually still can. We have to. Yeah. That's how, I, how we I can. literally just had a conversation with one of my clients about that this morning. We were like talking and I was like, no, 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 you're healing, but also you've healed so much. You need to help someone else with that. Right. It's like, mm -hmm. yeah, exactly. We're, we're, and like you said, we're not broken, but we're, we're peeling back all that isn't us. Right. We're getting rid of mm -hmm. everything that's mm -hmm. not true to us. And as we're doing that, there's other people who need us 
Mm. And so it's showing up for those people who may be a few steps behind you is, is so powerful. Yeah, it's just leading the way for not that we're better or that we've figured it all out, but that we can maybe just show the next step. And maybe that's what we can do to help someone. Yes. That's what I needed. I know that's what I needed. Mm -hmm. And sometimes I still need that for the next steps. So. Oh, 100%. So what, what was like, because I think I, I was so afraid to like take the leap and, and hire my first coach, right? Or take the leap and put out there to the universe that like, this is not it, you know, like actually admitting that to myself. So let's like, what, how did you get past that fear of making a big investment in yourself or get past the fear of putting out there that what your truth is, right? Mm. So I don't know which one I should answer first. Um, uh, I think that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's see what comes out. <laughs> um, I think that it kind of goes together, right? Um, it was. I think it became so unbearable to imagine what I what would happen if I stayed stuck in that place, whether it was the law, like the law on that path or the corporate job, which it could have been the same, but it was a little bit different for me in different timings, but it became so unbearable to imagine what my life would be like, just always the same thing with um, what I really wanted at my core not being there and my soul just not being fully happy with what I was doing. So I think it was just like, I need to do this. It's more, it's like, there's not even a choice anymore. I need to do this because it was, yes, I could have probably waited. And I think I waited too long. Maybe. I mean, I don't regret what happened, but when I stayed five years studying something that wasn't making me happy and that I knew wasn't my path, it was too long. So after a little bit, I was like, okay, I can't just continue doing this mm -hmm. just because I'm afraid I have to do something. And you know, what's the worst case? The worst case is I learned something new about myself and I learned something new in general and, and it's going to serve me, but maybe I'll find something else. But you know, and what's the worst case? Mm -hmm. I love that. That's what I always do too. When I'm ever doing something scary, I'm like, well, I'm definitely not going to die by making this investment or I'm yeah. definitely not going to die by leaving a full-time job. So Worst case scenario, I don't die. And yeah. I exit like you said, you learn something about yourself, no matter what it is. And we never really make wrong decisions, right? Like, it's like, I think exactly. we're so afraid that we're going to make the wrong choice. But if you're really tapping into that intuition, it's never, I mean, well, it's, it, it never is the wrong choice. It's always leading us towards we, what we want. We can just make the road a little easier by actually tapping into what our souls desire. Yes. So much. Yes. For that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was actually just, um, it's been a topic I've been talking a bit more about lately and I just actually did a, um, a podcast episode about kind of that. It's like sometimes things won't go, won't go the way you wanted them to, but if you followed your intuition and you followed your heart and it doesn't happen, what can you take from that? It's a lesson and it's just Point, it's actually redirecting you in the right, it's pointing you in the right direction again. And it's hard to see mm -hmm. that when you're in the heat of the moment, obviously, but that's the worst that could happen. 
that you get redirected. <laughs> you get redirected and that door closes maybe, but another one will open down the line. So yeah. So true. I'm with you on that. <laughs> <laughs> so speaking of intuition, I have a ton of people who are like, I just don't even know what my intuition is saying. I, mm-hmm. I don't know how to connect to what I really want. And, and what would you say on that? Like, is there a way we can know when it's intuition and truth or when it's ego and our mind and our thoughts? Like, how do we decipher what is, what is our authentic truth and what is our intuition? Yeah, I think a lot of people ask me that too, because it can be really confusing, especially in the beginning. Um, which is which like is it my thoughts or is it my intuition and my my truth like you said Mm -hmm. so I think um the first thing which is maybe not fun for everyone is to really start um calming down your 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 monkey mind like I like to call it and start something like meditation or breathing exercises or even yoga or or going outside in nature and going for a walk so that you can really just calm down your your mind and come back to your body and how your body is feeling because I think our bodies are always communicating with us and giving little cues and and if and the thing is that we're in in today's world we're very disconnected from that because if you're sitting in a in an office all day and you know you're not really connected to your body usually you just kind of have to numb things down or or not pay attention mm-hmm. and and I think that happens to a lot of people. It happened to me for sure. Um, and yeah, if you can just do something that will help calm down your mind and reconnect to your body and listen to how your body is feeling and what it's saying, that's already a good start. Now, it's it's going to only get easier if you strengthen the the muscle of intuition, right? It's, mm-hmm. it's kind of like that. And another thing that that can be really useful is starting to write it down and see what comes true when, when you write it down. Because sometimes we stay caught up in our heads and there's a lot going on there, but we're not sure. And when you write it down, it's like, oh, okay, that's out. That's out of the way. It's a little bit clearer now. And I think I see, it could be, not always, but sometimes I, you see a little bit more clearly. And uh, what I like to say is that Intuition is usually going to be more subtle and you can ignore it for five years like I have, but it's better if you don't because it's (laughs) going to save you time. Uh, And so, yeah, it's more subtle and it's just kind of like this deep knowing. So it's, it's going to maybe get louder with time, but initially it's subtle. It's not going to come with doubts or, or like, what will happen if I do this? Or I need to know everything that's going to happen now. It's not going to come with all that back and forth noise and mind chatter. It's going to be just there. Maybe it comes once and then it doesn't come again. Mm-hmm. But it's just like a little, just trying to to whisper. Mm-hmm. Um, and the the ego and the thoughts and all that are going to be a lot more noisy and they're going to feel a lot more heavy too. Oh yeah. Because intuition, I feel like it's very light. Mm-hmm. Again, there's, it, and it feels light in your body and the thoughts and the ego, it's going to feel much heavier 
it might be a lot of doubts and and like I said, what happens if, what will happen if I do this and it doesn't work out and, and, to, and all these scenarios playing in your head and, and back and forth and not knowing and all that. So mm-hmm. if you're not sure, the best thing is to write it down and maybe leave it for a bit and come back to it and see how it goes after a day or two or something like that. Mm-hmm. I think that, that works well. And yeah. So I don't know if that answers your question. Now I'm kind of... <laughs> no, that was perfect and beautiful. And I I love that just like calming the monkey mind, right? Because mm-hmm. I, I like now that you've said that, it's like, oh my God, yes, your intuition gets lost in all of that mind chatter. It gets mm-hmm. lost in all the back and forth and what if, and what if I do this, or I could do this, or I could do this, or I could do this. And we have these like, you know, a thousand mm. words a second conversations in our own heads. And if we just stop that conversation, right? Because if it's coming from our mind, it's probably not truth. Mm. Like, mm. I, when I know something, I feel it in my body. Yeah, exactly. Like every, every cell in my body is pulled towards this person, this goal, this vision, like whatever it is, I'm, I'm pulled to it. Mm. But when it's something I'm like, what's the next step? What am I going to do next? It's like, it's all in my mind. And it's all this like conversation back and forth. Not that that's not useful at times. Like, right. If we're putting together a business, we have to have strategy and we have to have some logic and we have to have those pieces. But when it comes to like leading with our hearts, mm-hmm. your body just knows what's true. Mm, so true and I think you have to kind of find that um, balance between the intuition which is more feminine and the strategy especially if you're starting a business or anything like that yeah you do need some strategy and some planning Mm -hmm. which is very masculine uh, in terms of energy and the intuition is more feminine because it's softer and it's Mm -hmm. just trying to hold you and and it's like I'm here for you it's, this is what's best for you you just have to kind of I think and it's very much a theme in our world currently I think it's it's going towards that integrating more of the feminine energy mm-hmm. into everything because it has been really just been shut down for a long long time mm-hmm. 100%. Even in my own business, I started out all in the masculine, like push, 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 grind, grind, grind. And I was like, this is not working. I'm not into this. And now it's like that balance, right? Like I still struggle with sometimes trying to step too much into the masculine energy, mm-hmm. but it's like this balance of the feminine and the masculine is so beautiful. And I think we can go the other way too, where we're so in the feminine that we don't have that like that drive as well so there's like this beautiful balance like you said I love that Mm, yeah that can happen too of course and it's it's about really just finding what works for for you basically Mm -hmm. which and we're all different oh I love that so for you journaling getting out in nature those are kind of like the practices it sounds like to get back in touch meditation Mm, yeah for sure. And mo- like movement of any kind, like um, yoga or dance, it could be anything, it could be jogging, um, walking. It, actually, those really help because um, I'm sure a lot of people like experience this without knowing that you just go out for a jog or for a walk and suddenly mm-hmm. you get 
like you were stuck maybe and mm-hmm. suddenly you get a lot of uh, downloads of intuition and and stuff coming i mean you have to yeah. kind of still be able to to tell the difference but mm-hmm. there's a lot more also inspiration that comes to you so i think that's that's so great and something that um i've had to also really work on is and the tool i use for that is eft tapping Oh so yeah, I just heard, okay, this is funny, the second time I've heard about tapping in the past like week. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah, well, sorry, <laughs> I got excited. <laughs> <laughs> the science point there. Um, but yeah, so that really helps, um, really just kind of helped me release some of the things that, um, that I was holding on to that were not serving me anymore, like Mm -hmm. doubts and fears and stuff. And yes, those can, uh, sometimes they have their place and it's fine, but sometimes they just really keep you stuck. And often we're the ones keeping us, keeping, yeah, keeping ourselves stuck and small and, and, and we're the ones that are, not allowing ourselves to move forward. So that really helped me to just process things. And what I really like about it is that basically you're just tapping on your body and saying what is coming up. So you're not being all positive all the time. You're just kind of like letting it all out, all the whatever, like the the fears, the anxiety, the whatever, whatever you want to let go, it just comes out and it feels so much better because tapping actually calms the amygdala mm-hmm. and that's the fight or flight response. So it's, it's a really cool practice. And I really like to use that in my work because it's, it's so easy and mm-hmm. it's so effective. It's <laughs> incredible. Yeah. I had, um, I was working with my coach this past weekend and she said tapping like ha- has been her bit, her moments where she's had like her biggest breakthroughs into the subconscious has been through tapping and I'm like oh that sounds like something I can get on board with (laughs) yeah no because it's really easy to learn and and you can just like the best is just to use it whenever you whenever you need or you can use it every day for for maintenance in a way or just like Mm -hmm. to to um, work on some subconscious stuff that you want that you want to kind of reprogram so it's really it's really cool for that too I love it I love it. So with, you know, we're talking about getting connected with our intuition. Why do you feel like people become disconnected in the first place? Like what throws us out of this knowing and this truth? Mm. Well, I think it comes from a lot of, um, of what we've been raised with society, the media, um, what you see on TV a lot and, and stuff like that. And I guess you could say it's a lot of conditioning. So it's a lot of layers that we put, like that you put on yourself that the world puts on you. Mm-hmm. Um, and without really asking ourselves, is this our truth? So for example, we tend to think that we want certain things and I'm a good example for that because I thought I wanted that, um, for a while I thought I wanted a law degree and a career in law and all that, but Mm -hmm. it's actually not what I wanted. So I think that's a good thing to also ask ourselves. And, and that's not really what you asked, but a lot of the time I think that people don't manifest what they think they want. So like, for example, they want this job, let's say they want a job and they're trying to manifest this and all that, and it's not working. 
And I think that that could be because it's actually not what their soul wants, what their truth is. And that's not just not going to work, you know? So I think it's, it's really important um, as one of the first steps in the process to ask yourself, is this mine? Is this what I truly want? Is, is this authentic to me or is it from my education society? Is it because I'm afraid that people will judge me if I do this, you know? So all kinds of questions like that. But yeah, basically. Yes. A hundred percent. Oh, yes. Like all the decisions I've made that were not aligned were like, will people like me? Will I, you know, is this what people want me to do? Is this what my family wants from me? And it's like, Mm -hmm. as much as we can love them, we also can know what they want for us is not our truth. So it's. Yeah. And at the end of the day, you have to go to bed knowing that what you're doing is right for you and happy with what you're doing, not being tortured by the fact that it's not, but you don't want to hurt them or disappoint them. Mm -hmm. And again, it goes back to saying that if you follow your truth, it can't really hurt them. Maybe they won't understand. Maybe maybe some people might get angry for a bit, but it if they really love you, they will come around and they will be on your side. Because if you're not doing that just to hurt them, which that would not, you know, that's not that the point. That would be aligned. <laughs> no, that would not be aligned. If you're doing that because it's your truth and because that's what's going to make you happy, then it's actually your responsibility to do it. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. Yes. Mm. So how do we get, like, when we're talking about, as long as we mention manifestation Mm. how do we start to know like how to manifest more quickly like what like I'm sure you've seen this maybe in your business is like as you unfold the layers like things or even just in life in general like you'll start to call things in more quickly so how do people get to the point where they're calling in what they really desire um or how do they get to the point where it's they're calling in what they want more quickly Mm. Well, I think it's um, it's really, first of all, doing the deep inner work that might not sound as fun, but that's very necessary because that will allow you to really remove all the layers of the things that are not yours mm-hmm. and so that you can also get more clarity. And, and with that process, you'll be more connected to your intuition as well. So following your intuition will lead you to manifest what you want. It will kind of put you in the right direction. And I think that's very important. Um, So it's basically being in alignment and letting go of what's not yours, reprogramming a lot. And yeah, I think a lot of things around manifestation say that you have to be positive all the time. And I don't really go for that Mm -hmm. uh, because I've tried it and it just doesn't feel right sometimes. Mm -hmm. That's why I like tapping because it really allows you to say like, um, like what you're actually feeling and not just put positive affirmations on top of it, you know? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Right. Like if we're throwing happy thoughts on top of something that's really painful, or something that we need to actually feel and work through, like Mm -hmm. that energy can get stuck. Like I'm a strong believer. Like I, I did the same thing. I'm like positive all the time, happy, 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 
And that energy that we're not feeling and processing just gets stuck inside. So it's really not doing you any good by like doing a positive bypass, like, right? Like, exactly. Um, like, yeah, spiritual bypass. Yes, yeah. that's what I'm looking for. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah, I feel you on that. But yeah, it's so true. I'm, I'm so big on like really um, allowing your feelings, allowing your emotions and just giving yourself time with whatever you're experiencing because I don't think anything good comes from just ignoring that Mm -hmm. and trying to push it away. Um, And the funny thing is that I'm actually a very positive person. Most of the time I'm pretty optimistic usually, Mm -hmm. but I do think that there is also a lot of power in uh, the darkness or the darker periods or the times where it's not going so well because that's what really allows you to grow so oh 100 percent 100 percent every up level has another yeah another layer to unfold and sometimes that means going into the darkness for a little bit that's true yeah and it's everything is always changing and everything will have ups and downs. I think that's just the only thing we really know for sure. True. True. Oh. So Sarah, what are you working on right now? Like what's going on in your coaching world and where can listeners find you? I know you have a podcast, so maybe just sharing that. And we'll also link everything in the show notes so that people can find you and follow your fun adventure in Dubai. <laughs> Yeah. Um, So yeah, I do have a podcast that I just started in March. So Mm -hmm. it's not very old. And it's called Heart Space because it's like really all about reconnecting to your truth and to your heart space and your intuition. So yeah, that's Heart Space. And otherwise, I I have a website, which is sarahlewis.co. And my Instagram is sarahlewisco. Um, I'm also on Facebook and I have a private Facebook group where I sometimes do some challenges like in, in connecting to your intuition challenge. And I'm going to be, I'm working on a new challenge that I will be revealing very soon. Um, <laughs> so the, the group is Heart Space also. Okay. And uh, something that I am very excited about right now is that I started um, learning Reiki. So I'm going to be using that as well because I've been called to it for a while now, but I finally just kind of took the leap. And I wanted to continue learning and continue um, just, yeah, learning new tools and, and things that just fascinate me and that I can also use in my work. So, yeah. I love that. Girl, our stories overlap more than you know. (laughs) So I'm sure my listeners will also love you as much as I've enjoyed this conversation. And thanks again for being here. It was was wonderful. Thank you so much. I really loved our conversation. And it was just, yeah, it was so aligned. (laughs) Thank you so much. Yay! Yeah, that was so good. That was so good. Perfect. You have to come on 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 the podcast too. I was going to oh, ask. Oh, yeah, that would be so fun. Just like absolutely have another great conversation. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we'll have to schedule that. Yes, just keep me updated when a good time for you is and you know, I guess this, this is a good time, which is maybe another say, day. Yeah, <laughs> let's do it another day. Throw another some- day this time or something. Maybe yeah. next week yeah 
I'll contact you on Instagram because I, I guess I didn't have your email. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> I do not know why my email, it would not let me like just put co. It kept auto correcting to .com and I was like, no, this is, a, and then it wouldn't send when I had co. So I was like, okay. No, I'm sorry. No, I, it's been a little bit of a problem. I wish I could have a .com, but it was already taken. Oh. But um, yeah, yeah. I'll, um, if, if I have to contact you by email, I'll use my uh, other one. Okay, and and I think you could probably if if, I, if it came to my inbox, I'm sure I could respond to it. Um, but yeah, otherwise Instagram is great as well. Okay, perfect. Well, thank you so much. It was great. so fun. Thank you. <laughs>